This is BYBW, the sports gambling podcast that is back like Texas and just as reliably good. And I'll tell you, I am tickled. I am just fucking tickled to be back for another college football season. This is our bread and butter, what we truly truly love i know rain man this is a you know top three to five reason to be alive easy uh and i wanted and today we're discussing our favorite props heading into the season ones that really just jump off the page justin and rain man what is your favorite 2021 college football season prop on the board dju plus 800 to win the heisman you gotta love it clemson minus 700 to make the playoff DJU is going to be in the conversation all year. If I'm not mistaken, he's sponsored by Bohongles now. Uh, yeah, just the um, best fast food fried chicken uh, franchise on the market. So no big deal. Bohongles. Bo, Bo and, and Capper, you want to take a shot at that last name? You're the bravest person. Go get yourself a Bowberry biscuit. Well, I've been practicing all offseason. It's Uyunglele. Oh, nice. God, that turns me on. Uh, yeah, Capper, rolls, what is. right off. Uh, Capper, what is your favorite prop on the board? Well, this one's going to be tough to find, so search it out, but it is out there. Capper to beat Rayman in his season picks. <laughs> minus 10,000. <000. laughs> Lay whatever you have on it. But other than that, I'm taking Auburn under 7.5 wins, minus 120. Listen, man, this is the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch BYBW. Step your game up. Stop being a slapdick. Make today a great day. This is BYBW. Follow us at BYBW Podcast uh, on Instagram. We're also on Twitter, but just not as active as we should be. Twitter's a little bit washed, personal opinion. Uh, honestly, there's, there's, there's good people on Twitter. I apologize. Good, hardworking fucking humans on Twitter. Uh, guys, we're here for college. We're here for college football season. And uh, I guess we. I, I'm happy to just jump into it. Uh, and, and mostly I like... I would love to hear your explanation here, Rain Man. Heisman, preseason Heisman bets are notoriously hilarious suckers bet. Uh, just because recent history, it's been just like a crazy long shot. So you got a DJ, hit me with a capper. We ungalale. Love to see that. I'm going to just make like a voice recording. So locked up. Yeah, we just pop it in every uh, time. And, no, uh, I'll, I'll just do it on, on cue. I'm happy to. Caver, <laughs> Caver, hit me with it one, one time. Uyunglele. You love to see it. Uh, so tell me, plus 800 preseason. He looked, he seems fucking electric. He seems like a hoss, man. Yeah. Uh, he, he can throw the ball. He can run the ball. He's got speed. He's got size. He has every intangible and tangible you need to win a Heisman. I know that that's not enough, but he's not the favorite here either. I think Rattler's the favorite on most books, and DJU yeah. checks in at either three or four. The reason why I like him is because the week one matchup, the marquee matchup of the week is Clemson versus Georgia. 
Uh, Clemson currently yeah. in the FPI has a 71.3% chance to win that game. If Clemson beats Georgia, I think DJU, unless he has a very bad game, will automatically skyrocket to be the favorite, and you're going to be glad you had this slip. And then after that, the schedule is wide open for Clemson. It's a joke. They miss North Carolina. They miss Miami in the Coastal Division. Their hardest game on their schedule after Georgia is at NC State. So at plus 800 for a team that is the most likely team to make the college football playoff at minus 700, he's going to be in the conversation all year. You're getting plus 800 odds. I cannot recommend this bet enough. I have four units on it. I'm I'm looking. (laughs) You have four units on this? The schedule is plus 800. We're financing the entire college football season. I am looking at this. What about Justin Ross? you are not fucking exaggerating, buddy. This is a garbage this, schedule. Holy shit. Yeah, they shit. missed the two like, best teams in the Coastal. It's like the ACC rigged it so Clemson, even if they lose to Georgia, can still make the playoff. But I think they're going to beat Georgia. You know that game, the one they're game I'm circling, though? Fucking at Pitt, October yeah, 23rd. At NC State. NC State's game? done it to them twice. Is it, isn't that a game Pitt, though, always fucks no. up a season for somebody? They just no, like it's a game that they might the... play close, but they don't win. You think Pat Narduzzi is going to beat Clemson? Okay. Are you kidding we are me? Not, we are, we are not going to make this another Pat Remember Narduzzi. Remember that time where Pat Narduzzi went for it on fourth and one at the goal line? I don't know. Down seven, and People they kicked a forget. field goal instead of going for it? Cap, Capper, do you have, Capper, do you have a Heisman, a Heisman pick you like, or do you like this pick? Can he? Pickett got the uh, sponsorship with that random hotel restaurant for his entire offensive line. That's not easy. Hotel restaurants are great. Great place to drink. Uh, <laughs> I, I do not have a Heisman pick this year. It, it it as wide open as it's been the last two years, and as much you know of a crapshoot as it's been to bet on. Um, there are even less like outside of rattler like i don't like anyone really and rattler should coast to it honestly <laughs> why would system. rattler coast to it like i love rattler i'm system. a spencer rattler guy i'm an ou guy but why multiple do you think DJ, you winners. can't do it multiple heisman winners best offensive system in college football um easiest path to the college football playoff reminder that the last starting quarterback at clemson did win a heisman i mean uh, sure I just think I just think and, betting and we're all Heisman, proud of him for that. I just think betting a Heisman favorite preseason, no matter who it is, based on recent history, is a fucking fool's errand. There's just too many players. There's too many variables. If you elevate one play, I guess like you never there aren't know too many players. It's going to have to be a quarterback or a wide receiver that's in the conversation for the college football playoff. They don't have to make it, but they have to be in the conversation. Let's be honest. Also, um, I just want to fact check. Trevor Lawrence did not win a Heisman Trophy. Is that right? Did not. Second, you didn't, finished second you, place. You, you thought he won a Heisman? You fucking idiot. He I thought he won, won his won first year. That's my no. bad. I just, I should, I tuned you out. No, no he was just. Well, I guess uh, Clemson's that, do real, then. I like it even more. I don't even more. think Deshaun did, actually. Yeah. Oh, man, it's pathetic that that fact check had to linger so long. Uh, how embarrassing. I, Deshaun did not win a Heisman. I really like. Oh, uh, well, it's just like this is a lot. This is my long shot uh, bet, which has been in recent years a long shot has won it. And uh, this this one, I'm going to Ohio State, and I'm going to the player at Ohio State with the best odds, which is actually Master Teague the third, 
What a name. Uh, I I really I really like this player. Uh, and I what also like this that? offense. Yeah, it's they're gonna plus coast. plus five thousand, and so he's fifty to one basically. And I think he's he has like a decent shot. Being they do have Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. They're breaking in C.J. Stroud and new quarterback, but I think Olave and uh, is he... what's that? Is Master Teague the starting running back? I thought he lost his job in spring ball, but I can't confirm that right now. No, he's they they have a uh, good freshman, but he's the starting running back. He's the senior. He's like a bruiser. I think he's gonna score just like a fuck ton of touchdowns. And because this year's wide open, this could just be a situation where, uh, like a, a guy who just racks up a bunch of touchdowns, like the Alabama <laughs> running backs. You fucking hate won. this pick, man. <laughs> Come on, give it to Brees. Give it to Brees. Give some love to Brees right here. That's I'm looking at who will be Ohio State's starting running back, uh, and this is from the Sports SB Nation Buckeyes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they're big. And Master they're big Teague's feed not the hot included. Hand. It's either Meon Williams or Trevion Henderson. They don't think they don't think Master Teague is even going to start. No, I mean he's, he's going to play. He's going to play. We're he's going to get snapped, pick. but he's not going to win the Heisman. There's no shot. He's he's listed. He has the best odds of any Ohio State player right now, which makes me yeah, think maybe they because don't know of, because of people like about. Joe Public. <laughs> I don't know, man. This you is worse than my Heisman flub. You know what? We're gonna keep an. That's why I'm gonna stick by the pick, and you guys, I will happily take your it. bullshit. I'll keep. I'll happily Tractor take your beam. bullshit when it uh, doesn't pan out. But I'm saying if you're looking for a guy who's going to rack up a ton of touchdowns on a team that's going to be in the national picture, you can do worse than 50 to one for, uh, yeah. If you want to know Ohio state flyer, I prefer CJ Stroud at 15 to one, the starting quarterback. We've seen Ohio state quarterbacks come in, plug and play and put up big numbers. No, I don't like as much as DJU, but I prefer that over master Teague. Uh, let's, uh, let's, Let's move over to uh, another pick, and this is yours, Capper. Auburn, under seven and a half wins. I believe you discussed this earlier. You've been on this for a bit, but you uh, are not feeling the new era at Auburn. We are post-Gus Malzahn. Uh, they managed to ger- grab the, some Josh Heifel table scraps. I think it was arguably one of the least inspired. Oh, no, it's not Josh Heifel. Brian Harson. Old, old, Harson. Harson. Old, old Boise State coach. Harson is um, going to be an interest. Like, are you not sold on him in this position, or what's I'm what's not, your whole read? I'm not. I'm not sold on anything. I'm not sold on Harson going to the SEC. I, I love Harson. Been a West Coast guy. His I I do too. I, I think he's a I good think coach, your pick is right here. This is going to be a very fault. big time trial by fire for him. Uh, he's got a quarterback that struggled. Uh, highly rated prospect in Bo Nix Jr., who is frankly average uh and if you're looking at him starting 12 games eight of them in the sec he was born well, to play in Gus Malzahn's Malzahn. offense not hard i know um, so what this they is have to win so they have transition. to win they have to win eight games to cash this bet or to uh, to make i'm sorry to make you lose this bet they go on the road to penn state's third week of the season they're on the road in death valley they play georgia at home that's a L, big one, a huge one. They're on the road at Texas A&M, and then they have Bama to finish yep. at home. Um, they could drop that some more. That seems like five pretty surefire losses for a 6-5 and five team that was 
pretty average all year offensively. Defensively, they were really good, but they just did nothing on offense. And this is like this is the SEC. If you cannot put points on the board, you can't you can't win games anymore. Like it's it's not a thing that happens. I mean, Georgia is really good defensively, um, but their offense was really good in the second half of the season. So they were able to. Um, you know, kind of turn their slow start around. But if you can't score in the SEC at this point, you're done. I mean, even even like an at-home versus Ole Miss is a tough game this year with Matt Corral. He's a potential first-round pick. Um, I don't know. It's just at South Carolina is easy. At home against Mississippi State is easy. But, like, other than that, there's no easy ones on this schedule other than the non-conferences. I, I I actually I do I do like Harson. I apologize for confusing him with Josh Heupel. That was super insulting. Uh Harson, I, I think he might need a couple of years to coach him up though. I like this read as like maybe a difficult transition year. Uh but it's weird that they still have so much hype, I guess because they finished top twenty five last year, but they were replacing like their entire coaching staff in the middle of a pandemic when a team was not good at all i mean they have new defensive coordinator in Derek mason who hasn't been a defensive coordinator since the west coast days when he was at stanford I, was vanderbilt's I defense good last year auburn auburn always puts guys in the league and it's worth knowing that they're one of the very few teams in recent history that has beat bama sometimes yeah, so i guess that's fair that's i on the other end uh i guess uh one uh this is I don't one think pick. Penn State's great, but I think that's a tough game to go to third week of the season. You know, nobody wants to go to Happy Valley third week of the season. No one wants to go to Happy Valley. This is one ever, ever. pick uh, I on, on Rayman's side that I think is is pretty. I don't know. You can just sort of pencil it in. It seems so boring, but we can cover it. And that's uh, OU Big Twelve Conference runner minus one eighty. Yeah, uh, it's just if. Yeah, it's a financing play. You know it's going to hit. Just play it. If you need liquidity, take out another credit card. Put that credit card on OU to win the Big Twelve at minus one eighty. They've won the Big Twelve the last six years, and Rattler has only gotten better from his freshman season last year. The second half looked a lot better than the first half. I expect that to continue this year. So OU gets its seventh win. They also get Iowa State at home. That's going to help a lot if there's a tiebreak scenario. Uh, S&P's second best team in the country, OU rolls. We, I, I can't, we can't say that we recommend people taking out credit, but please take out some credit. We can for this. They're, go, they're uh, going to make the, they're going to make the big 12 championship look, game. Guys, that's something we can't responsibly do. But so we do can it. still do so, it. Uh, so do it, please. So no, do it, please. Well, I guess here's the thing. It's like I and I discussed this on our previous uh, pot. I, I fucking love Iowa State this year. I love how much they're returning. I love the stakes of this season with with it potentially being the last year in the Big 12, the biggest year pretty much in their history. So has that's Iowa State ever won basically. 10 games? Iowa State certainly fucking beat OU. Has Iowa State ever won ten times? They beat them. They beat them last year. They have never once won ten games in a season. So even if they do win ten, that might not even be enough to win the Big Twelve here. I think that's you know that's a little misleading with it being a shortened year last year. You know that stat is misleading. Just saying. And also this time OU's at home. OU's at home. That's going to be a seven point. That'll be a seven point spread game. I think you pencil OU into the championship game. Who they're playing, I think the favorite to to be their opponent is Iowa State, but there are a few other contenders. 
you know, that could break into just it, but Texas. O- Oklahoma is going to make the game. Um, then what you're looking at is what the spread is. So if they're a four and a half point favorite, they're more than minus 200. So, you know, if you want to wait five months, I guess that's the play. That's the thing. It's just like, well, it's are you like- going to wait? <laughs> you're waiting five months on a minus 180 bet. That's life is too fucking short, man. I said it and forget yeah, it. Be happy you I, have it in your bank account. I don't know account. if I'd recommend it, but. I think I think you're probably looking at them being, you know, better than minus one eighty. Yeah, money this line is favorite in the this game. is like they're going to the be, be- in this is like the betting equivalent of eating steamed broccoli. Uh, <laughs> but I had steamed broccoli I, last I, night. It was fine. I, I bet you fucking did. I a capper. Uh, I want to go to your next pick, which is uh, UNC to win the coastal, which is plus one twenty five. Uh, they got some juice. They lost some talent, certainly. Uh, but certainly. you're a believer. I mean, I love Sam Howell. I think more than Howell. anybody on this podcast. How you love him more than anyone? On, he I don't knows know. that's not true. Especially he knows especially on this podcast. Well, you know how much um, I love him, Capper. So I just think that's really insulting for you to suggest that. Well, that's fair. I didn't mean to do that to you, but uh, <laughs> really. Really, there's Sam, not much value to be had. There's really not much value to be had in, you know, the three big conferences in terms of who's going to win them. So Alabama's a minus what four hundred to win the SEC. Ohio State's a minus two fifty, three hundred to win the Big Ten. Clemson's what minus seven hundred. Minus seven hundred to make the playoffs. So it's like find, yeah, same to win the ACC. You find a little bit of value here, you know, focusing in on the the coastal conference or like a you know division inside of the conference i just think it's north carolina's to lose at this point um they've got a ton of recruiting momentum they've been in the top 20 uh, every year under mac brown and they get miami at home miami's their toughest threat um yeah. with a very good miami football team with the king um, coming off an injury and a good it's- offense but i mean when you're looking at the rest of the schedule, it's not tough. Um, the Coastal Conference side of the ACC is just very bad. Um, the best thing I like about North Carolina here is they play Miami after after Florida State, and there's no like look-ahead game for them. So they play Notre Dame the next game, but they've got to buy in between that game. Um, that's their toughest game on the schedule. That's the one where they can say Man. we're either a top five team going into this game or we're not. Like we're, you know, I I think that they're going to be really good overall, uh, especially yeah. offensively. I think they're just going to score at will, and I, I I don't see Miami beating them in in Chapel Hill. I just don't I got, see it. So I, that's this, it for me. I know this is a long shot, and it's a but it it is a red flag. Opening game is a Friday night on the road in Blacksburg. I, don't I was know, about man. to say Virginia that, Tech could sneak up on them. That one, that's a that's a tough place. The truth, Hendon Hooker. That's a little uh, scary. But if they win that game, I think uh, UVA is underrated in my opinion. I really like Brock. It's full path. Yeah, but UVA at home, you think UNT can take care of business there? Then you got Georgia Tech yeah. and Duke back to back. You have momentum coming into Florida State. I like the pick. If I have to pick a coastal winner, I'm going UNC. I do think Miami's more talented, but De'Eric King coming off that second knee injury, big question mark. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I like the play. Do I think Miami could be better? Absolutely, but we don't know. I Yeah, to me, this is just 
you're going to have the head-to-head, so you're going to get this tiebreaker right here. If you win this game, that's really all that matters. I'll, go, drop I'll give one. a pick that caught my eye that I actually – my favorite uh, season total on the board this year is Notre Dame under 8.5 plus 105. Uh, I think this is the course correction year. Everyone's been waiting for it. Notre Dame is a rickety ship, isn't it? Like, for a team that's been consistently good for as long as it's been, everyone kind of thinks they suck. And I I think that game against Clemson where everyone so, – I well, the game where they sort of saw the gut punch coming, like they everyone sort of predicted that Notre Dame was about to get its fucking shit, shit stomped in, and it did. Uh, it was against Bama. Uh, they, they don't have a lot of juice, so I think this could be finally the year where there's a course correction because they are 116th in returning production. Their yeah, but they've kind of reloaded. But their strength traditionally has been along the O-line, but they're, they're replaced in three of them. And also, Jack Cohn has been named the starting QB. I kind of like Jack Cohn flag. at Notre Dame. Oh, because he kind of – but he kind of fucking sucks. And uh-huh. they have a bad O-line who can't block for him. And they aren't returning any players from a team that is already proven not – like they aren't going to be better than last year. I almost went the over a playoff here. contender. So I'm going to answer your question I, in the negative for the isn't they question. Because uh, here's why. They're going to beat Florida State on the road week one. We know that, right? I mean, that's a given. We don't need to talk about that. So that's then Toledo, Purdue. Then they have two very tough games, Wisconsin, Cincinnati, both highly ranked teams. Yeah. But both at home. They're going to win one of those. Will they? And then you have at Virginia okay. Tech. You have USC at home. You have North – everything's go at on. home. You have North Carolina at home. Every game's at home. I think they could easily go 10-2. and two. Easily. I – I guess I'm also looking at Charlottesville on the road, which is another sneaky game, but also just the fact that maybe they won't be that good. This strikes me as a team that if they do lose, they could very plausibly lose the Wisconsin-Cincinnati game. They could. They could and lose both. This is, and then the wheels really fall off. Or like, not. People cause... fucking hate Brian <laughs> Kelly. I don't know. Like, they, have, they have four really tough games on the schedule, but they're all at home, and that is one lucky break for Notre Dame. I just think they split you, two and two. Take, they're in good shape. You, I'm not as sold on them reloading necessarily. I guess Capper, do you have a lean either way as sort of a tiebreaker? I go under. Thank you. Notre Dame's about to go into the dark ages. My pledge to the listeners is Notre Dame Who always as well in the regular season and terrible in the playoffs. I think we. They don't make the playoffs this year, but I think they'll still be have a pretty good regular season. So, I don't know. Eight and a half is low. Eight and a half is so low. <laughs> it's so low. I just see this. Fu- well, and I and I think the fact that it's eight and a half, Notre Dame, such like a public. It might be team, telling you something. It's baiting me because that this 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 begs to be nine and a half, right? Notre Dame always wins ten games. It's all they've done. I, I, I would put you. it at nine and a half. I agree. Yeah, they dropped. Yeah. Like lost so, lost their DC. So I just look I look at Wisconsin neutral site. If they lose that game, they know their season's over. And then the next week you got Cincinnati who's gonna want to beat the piss out of them, right? What yeah. a big Brian- fucking game for Cincinnati on the road against Brian Kelly. That's still a thing. I don't Brian know. Brian Kelly's he's so red in the face, he's announcing his starting quarterback Speaking on Speaking of sneaky Heisman winners for the long shot takers, not me. Uh Desmond Ritter, forty to one. If they beat Notre Dame no, there, pass. It's Shut possible. Pass. It's not going to happen. I like that a lot more it's than not. taking Cincinnati to make the playoff or to win it. We'll put it that way. Like, it. It'll pass be them the all. only. It'll pass be the all. only nationally televised Cincinnati game. I uh, 
let's go back to uh you uh let's i guess we got one for you rain man you like uh this is one that we kind of have a head-to-head because Capra has a different pick here, and I actually like Capra's pick more. Your is is pretty un- unimaginative, but you got USC Pac-12 South winner plus 200, and I like Utah with Capra. We both like Utah to win the Pac-12 plus 600. Uh, Rainman, I'll let you state your to win case the, It's first. for the Pac-12 South, so it sort of adds what Capra was saying. I think a lot of the conference winners are tough to take here because there's the heavy favorites. But if you look at the divisions or the semi-conferences, then there are, is some so value here. this is just here. the South. It's just the South. USC is 400 to win the Pac, plus 200 to win the Pac-12 South. I think Oregon and maybe even Washington might be the number two team there. Oregon's the obvious number one. So you're getting better value ignoring those teams and taking the South the regular season. I think Keaton Slovis is the best quarterback in the Pac-12. They have some good wide receiver talent, even though a bit depleted, still probably the best core in the pack uh the hardest game on their schedule is a road game at asu that's going to be very tough they'll probably lose that and their second hardest well the actual hardest game is the road game at notre dame which won't count uh going back to our previous conversation for this bet because it's not a pack game uh so yeah i think asu also has a handful of tough road games i think usc is the best team in this sub conference they should be able to win it they should be able to hold off ucla and hold off arizona state and win the pac 12 south I, maybe. I maybe. I just like I really I like uh, I Pac-12 like Utah. Is just, Pac twelve is just crazy. Utah always is just like they are just fucking consistently good. It's tough to like bet against them. I really like Charlie Brewer as a transfer pickup for them at quarterback. That he is a college quarterback. He is like a good good college quarterback. I think he's gonna help them win games in Utah. Uh. Cal Whittingham, the, what does he do? He wins ten games. Like, yeah, he just he's really, he, <laughs> honestly, out of all the Pac-12 coaches, they and they have some good ones now. Um, but he, he has an argument for the best coach in the Pac-12 right now. Honestly, um, so you they've got Chip you, Kelly out there. They've got uh, Cristobal. I, I don't got disagree with what you're saying. Big Herm, but like all the all those guys, they've had their falters too, and and Kyle Whittingham just wins football games. But, but every dig into the schedule, year. they have such. They I do. The Utah schedule is, goes to USC for USC sure. Gets at home. They also hit Oregon say, in a pack game, and uh, USC say, misses Oregon and Washington in the Pac-12 North, and that's going to matter. Okay, the the one thing I like about you know that USC matchup that you talked about is it comes off of a bye, and they're playing um, Washington State at home yeah, going into the bye week. Then they them. have USC, so they have two Heavily, heavily unvaxxed Washington State, which it's they probably, have, yeah. let's 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 get a forfeit in there probably. Um, uh, Washington government just announced a mask mandate, so someone's coach might be about to get fired. A little concerned about Charlie Brewer's health um, with the concussions true, he's battled him. His entire college That's career true, but if man. if he's playing he is one of the i would say top three quarterbacks in the pac-12 this season um all five starters back on the offense would line. you put above charlie and brewer i think that's more of a commentary on the fucking keaton slovis i love keaton yeah i think keaton I is just keaton is like the quarterback who has just the most untapped Dude. potential in that entire league but he's also got clay helton as his head coach for me it's just like and USC like he doesn't make fuck- good decisions 
So USC needs to fucking prove it, man. They need to fucking prove it. I'm not going to bet on plus 200. I'm not going to just sit there on on odds like that for a team that hasn't fucking proven I, it. I kind of feel it's like so halfway long. through the season, we're going to be surprised it wasn't minus 125. Okay. Because I think that they are the clear um, favorite. Maybe. Um, the... the Utah defense is like really good though. I know they didn't play super well last year, but they played five games. So like throw all that shit out the window because it was just a just ridiculous year. They have good secondary. They have good linebacker play. Um, I mean, I mean, like they have a the most complete team outside of Oregon in the Pac-12. So when you're looking at taking them to plus six hundred to win the conference. If they're making the championship game, even if it's Oregon, yes, they'll be an underdog, but like you got a shot against Oregon. Oregon's just Oregon's that team that always disappoints you. Kayvon Thibodeau uh, already made four hundred thousand uh, dollars. I I really I'm gonna get stay in the Pac twelve and give another win total I like, which is kind of spicy and maybe controversial. But this is uh Oregon State over five wins. Uh plus one oh five. I love, I love me some Pac-12. Let me, but they have the seventh most returning production in the in the country, even with the loss of Jamar Jefferson. They put traditionally they put decent amount of guys in the league. If I was watching the Bears uh, preseason game, they had two Oregon State running backs on their team, and even beyond Jamar. So. I they like are that they typically return, a very fun they, Pac-12 team they, to watch. They return 94% of their offense. Uh, and Jonathan Smith, just a good football man, former Oregon State QB. I like what he's doing there. I think he's got a little Matt Campbell in him. Um, they were 2-5 and five last year in the shortened season, 5-7 and seven in 2019. So they hit five wins then, and I think they're going to be better now. And what I really like about them is they've been super balanced. They beat Oregon last year. They averaged 200 in the air and 200 that on the ground. That game was awesome. And they, it was. And they got a four-way competition at quarterback. And you know, as I say, if you have four quarterbacks, you got a you lot of none. fucking quarterbacks. <laughs> or you uh, have four. And here's and here's what sold me. This was my tipping point. They got a seventh year senior at center. They're going bowling. You got a, <laughs> a seventh year senior. If I he, they got a fucking forty year old at senior. I'm in. So in your defense, I, I've never seen a seven year senior miss out on a bowl game. But I just think they're in his they're in John Smith's fourth year. The directive is very clear. They want to win six games, and that's exactly what's dangling over them to hit this bet. I kind of like it. I, I think it's so possible. You look at the schedule, they're only going to be favored in two games, but then the, there's like four or five games where they're going to be like 60, 40 dogs. They could get there. I just think, it's, they I think they're going to be decent. I think they they're gonna be. That. I think they're gonna be like a bowl level team in the Pac-12. They open the season at Purdue, and I like them. I think I don't think Purdue has any juice. Rondell Moore was their identity and their whole like program. Brom is kind of a lame duck. I think they're seven point underdogs. I like. That's a Oregon fun. State that's a fun line. matchup. That's a fun. Uh, matchup. I still hate them for beating uh, that. in college the college basketball tournament. Uh, uh, fuck, who is the darling? Loyola. Ugh. Oh yeah, I had Loyola and Calcutta. Tinkle, man, tinkle. You got they got tinkled. Uh, Rain man, you like uh, 
staying on the West Coast, you got a lot of West Coast picks here. You like BYU under six and a half wins this year. Yeah, um, they were great last yeah. year. They were absolutely fantastic. Top 10 team, no doubt about it, but they lost everyone, and including the second round overall, second pick overall in the NFL draft. BYU is not Clemson. They're not Ohio State. They can't just reload their quarterback position like that or everyone else. So I think they're going to be a lot worse just for that. But they also have less than 40% of their starting production returning. Uh, only... 40, 40%, 47% returning on offense, so that's fine. But one of those people leaving was the number two overall pick in the draft and the quarterback, and only 16% returning production on defense. They have the lowest amount of production returning in all of college football in a year where most people have a lot of production returning because of the COVID exception, giving everyone else an extra year. Uh, I think they're going to be really bad, really disappointing. I don't think they get to a bowl game. I like them winning four or five games. So if you can get under 6.5, which is offered on Bovada, it's an absolute steal. Go take it. I think they could start one and two, uh, losing to Utah and Arizona State, and then week two and week three. I I don't like I don't like BYU, but they always seem to fucking win football games. That's all. I, that's all I'll say. I'm I'm pretty down on Kalani Sataki overall after the way they started last year. And that coastal game that was just putrid. Uh, Capper, you like, uh, you like, this is finally an SEC pick. We're going to the real conference. Uh, you like the dogs to win the SEC plus 190. This is kind of a trendy pick. People, I've been hearing it. Oh, no. If, if not now, if not now, then never. And if not now, then why the hell have you held on to Kirby Smart for the last decade? If you cannot beat Alabama, if you cannot win the SEC championship this season, then it's everything is gone. Like there's, it, it's all been for naught. It's all been a total waste. You have every single piece that you need lined up to win this conference. One, I'll start out with Alabama has been in the conference championship in an odd year one time in the last eight. So the only time they made the conference championship wow. in an odd year was 2015. Okay, 2017 they missed it due to losing the tiebreaker to Auburn. Same in 2013. 2019 missed it completely. 2021 they're coming off a championship season with a freshman quarterback who has not played a snap, Bryce Young. I think they still probably get there, but I don't think they're going to be the Alabama you see every single weekend um that you're accustomed to at this point you know the dynasty of college football georgia has potentially one of the best quarterbacks in college football and jt daniels um hasn't necessarily played up to that level at all times but was really good in the second half of the season and georgia does two things exceptionally well they run the football and they play really good defense in the East this year, they are making the championship game. Like, there's nobody in the East that can compete with them. Florida's going to be down. Dan Mullen doesn't give a shit. And they lost uh, Kyle Trask. They lost Kyle Pitts. Florida's they a 38% everybody. chance to win the, that game right now. They don't. I, 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 I agree with right you. Now, I think Georgia's a much better team than that. I'll be on Georgia probably in that game unless something yeah, else they, unfolds. They but do not have out. any chance to beat Georgia in that game. And that's the only threat to them making the SEC championship game. So if you think they are really good and you think they have a chance to potentially play with an Alabama, 
plus 190 is way too much to me. I I, I like um, the pick, but at, not at plus 190. I think you can get 300 at a lot of books, and then I'm more interested. I, at 190, okay, I this fucking is, hate it. <laughs> like This is interesting. This is interesting because I think, I mean, we've already talked about they play Clemson first week of the season, right? If they come out and they lose to Clemson, that number's going to jump. Then you take Bottom it. Bottom line. Yeah, if you I think, think you Clemson's wait. going to beat them, then you wait one week into the season, and then you take Georgia to win the SEC championship. But could they beat them? I mean, they have a like they they have all of the pieces to Georgia put this together Clemson. this year. Of course, they might have some issues at wide receiver, but they're really really sound. I think they'll be really sound offensively. They're obviously going to be dominant on defense. Like they can shut anyone down in the conference. It equates to about like a plus like six point five, like a seven point spread, in, in like a championship game. I one thing I will say about Georgia is your Kyle Pitts replacement this year very well might be Darnell Washington, their uh, tight end. They also got Eric Armstead as a transfer, but I don't know what the fuck's going on with that guy. He's like in and out of the program. But Darnell Washington, he's a six seven, two sixty five tight end who I think is gonna make make a name for himself this year I agree if not now win for Georgia but I mean the answer for Georgia the past five years is not now similar to how Oklahoma the answer's sure. always been now yeah. it, it's another it's a similar one to USC where it's just like you gotta show me like before um, I make the bet now yeah Capper I like the beginning I, I of don't analysis. think this is their I, I think I don't think better- this is their most talented team but I think it's their best opportunity to win the conference because of the other teams in the right. conference. So your all of your analysis about Georgia is why Alabama might not win it this year. I agree with that. But for my money, I'm going to A and M plus six hundred. They get they get Alabama at home, which I don't hate. And I don't hate that. So they can drop but a game in the SEC if they either. do manage to beat Alabama. They'll be in the SEC championship. But that the biggest thing about that is like who's playing quarterback for A and M? Trash. And I didn't think. I didn't think Calamon was that great. Anyways, no, he wasn't but, that good. I so mean, I don't know if that's the biggest loss in the world. It's tough to replace a four-year starter. How did that guy fucking get drafted so high? He was just a. He never looked like a really good college quarterback. It, he he was good was his freshman year, kind of, or showed flashes, anyways. But then was just a constant disappointment. He was always good. They, but they, but A and M is built similarly to how Georgia's built. Like they have a strong running game. They have great offensive line play solid defensive guys like they they just they're able to compete with anyone on that you know side of the football but georgia is at a different level and georgia's been at a different level so if it's not now it's never so i'm gonna take the chance that it could potentially be now i guess i vote it'll probably be never. never how much how 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 much will that stadium be rocking if georgia makes it this year after everything that happened last year no fans in stadiums that like the georgia dome will be out of control if georgia probably probably as much as it was rocking and all the fucking sec games they blew at the half man uh like that's they've blown the sec championship game too many times man same song different Different verse uh let's go to prop bet prop bet pete gave us some picks of his own which uh, I will humbly play, and we can give some recaps as it's as it's as it's actually playing. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it going right now. Uh... Prop bet Pete here with some prop bet winners. Can't talk props without me coming in. I got three that I really <laughs> love. The first prop: Alabama under 11 and a half wins at minus 145. They got a new quarterback. 
They're replacing their leading receiver. They're filling in their all-stud running back, Najee Harris. And they have a new offensive coordinator. Not to mention three of their hardest games are on the road at A&M, at Florida, in the rivalry game at Auburn. They're bound to lose one of those, especially when you have a quarterback who's already secured his bag. Not wrong. Second prop I like, bet it. Just track it on your app. Don't watch it. UMass under one and a half wins plus 145. They're terrible. They're awful. Play it. Don't watch a UMass game unless you want to see some humiliation. (laughs) The last prop that I like and I probably like the most is the Heisman Award winner. We're taking Spencer Rattler plus 450. Shop around for the best price. Okay. It's as simple as this. After a wide receiver won it last year, it's a quarterback's award. They're going to give it to a quarterback who plays on the best team with the best numbers. That's going to be OU in the Big My 12. favorite chaser. It's just as simple as that. He lit it up last year. Um, 30 touchdowns versus seven interceptions. Agreed prop. He's only going to get better. Yep. He's playing all of his hardest games yep. at home. The only tough game he plays yep. on the road is Bedlam. Um, and by then, he'll have it locked up. Easy as that. Plus 450. There you go. Prop bet Pete's three prop winners. Pass. Pass for me. Respectfully, pass. I mean, I like the analysis about the quarterback <laughs> winner on the Heisman. Um, I like the Bama pick. I think the Bama. Pick I think the Bama pick solid. I, I like the Bama it. pick a lot. I mean, obviously, like if you're setting a total at eleven and a half, you play twelve games. Going hard, going undefeated is hard, man. They, they I yeah, think you don't. Just, but like, that's the thing. You don't have to even go undefeated anymore. You don't have to. Yeah, you so can I still don't make like, the playoffs. That's why we like if you pick. don't go undefeated. I think um, I think they lose. Florida, at Florida doesn't scare me. Florida doesn't scare me. I think scare Florida will be tough. Florida's horseshit. <laughs> You're Auburn, right. <laughs> Auburn's horseshit. They might lose to AM. I don't think that's happening though. Uh, it has who, happened. Who before. can? Who can? And may, no, it hasn't. That's the thing. They have not lost AM ever. J- J- Johnny Football beat him. How, how, how soon it. we forget? You must have been doing how as much coke as he I. was. How dare uh, I think uh, that that about covers it. We're I, I guess that any, sums it up right there. I, I think it's gonna be so fun to not listen back to this to hold ourselves accountable for these picks in the future. I'm excited about not doing that. Uh, and we got got another not got another great season, and hopefully this is the year that Brian Kelly gets fucking fired. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Next year in Jerusalem.